0: Hey, hey, it's Samantha with the Rediscover Real podcast. I am so thrilled to be here with you. Are you feeling overwhelmed, confused, or stuck on a hamster wheel from constantly seeking external tools, validation, and buffering in a search for more joy and fulfillment? Rediscover Real means to pull back the curtain and return to the foundation peeling away the layers of mindsets, identities, and beliefs that no longer serve us. As we choose to grow, move forward, and show up fully as God intended, because at our very core, inside of you lies everything already, as God created you absolutely perfect, we get to uncover and rediscover what's inside of us, and then to expand into what we're capable of space, we'll dive into topics on personal finance and budgeting, mindset and growth, relationships, network marketing, and entrepreneurship. I'm sure there'll be some laughter and possibly a few tears along the way. I'm on this journey and you're invited. I'm holding out my hand for you. Will you join me? Let's Rediscover Real together. I just need a better budget. I've heard it so many times from people. I actually was just getting asked the other day from somebody again, could you actually teach them budgeting instead of this like money mindset stuff? Cause like, I feel like I just need a budget. We're gonna bring this back to the first episode. 80%, eighty-eight-zero percent of what you do is mindset and 20% is the tangible tactical things is the doing so while i love to teach about how to budget before we can how to budget we first have to feel good we first get to build awareness around where our finances are at, what we believe about money, what we believe about our finances, what we believe about ourselves with money, and how we steward money. Before we before I give you a new budget, because the bottom line is, well, I really like my budget. And I can give you some really great ways to uh, make it more applicable and to utilize it and blah, 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 all the things. The magical unicorn sauce, it's not the magical, it's not magical unicorn sauce the only thing that's going to change how you use the budget and if you use it is if you have your mindset right around budgeting so let's talk beliefs and thoughts and stories around budgeting so first of all when you hear the word budget what's the first thing that pops into your mind do budgets what do you feel What's like that first emotion that you feel? Are you excited to budget? Do budgets feel restricting? Are are you supposed to budget in quotations? if You can't see that? Is it the thing that you know you're supposed to be doing? Are budgets just for poor people? Uh, Are budgets only to help you kind of like get out of like a struggling phase or you know, get you back on track with your habits, and then you don't need them anymore? Guess what? Millionaire's budget. Anyone who stewards their money wisely, budgets. Now, there's a few different things. I'm not gonna get into the how-to's, but there's a few different shifts. First of all, what do you believe about the word budget and budgeting and what you do with it or have done with it in the past are you holding a lot of shame and guilt around the fact that budgets have never worked for you before Guess what it's okay it's okay if they didn't because it had nothing to do with the budget it didn't have anything to do with the amount of effort or how bad you wanted it or wanting to be a good steward of your money because if you held beliefs that there's never enough that money always disappears that you're never going to get ahead that, you know, budgets are restricting, that everything just costs so much, there's never enough money, there's always more bills than month, right? Always more bills than paycheck. Whatever those phrases are that you have. Those are the beliefs and the thoughts and the emotions that were, some of them probably passed on to you. You inherited them. Others you picked up along the way, Um, but here's the thing. You get to choose right now in this moment if you're gonna continue to accept those and believe them or if you're going to say, that doesn't serve me anymore. I'm not willing to accept that. I'm not willing to accept that going forward. I'm not willing to accept that for myself I'm not willing to accept that and that to be part of my legacy that I'm leaving behind someday. I'm changing that. Whether you have kids or not, we all are creating a legacy right. And so what are you going to leave behind? All right. so with budgeting, a couple of things that I want to address. First of all, budgeting kind of has this like because there's so much, there's so many negative kind of connotations around it, it often has that restricting feel. So before we go any further, the definition of budget, I want to read some of them to you um, quickly. So first of all, the definition of a budget Uh, An estimate of income and expenditure for a set period of time, keep and then like the phrases kind of along with it keep within a household budget, an annual or other regular estimate of national revenue and expenditure put forward by the government, often including details of changes in taxation, the amount of money needed or available for a purpose And then again, a phrase, they have a limited budget. Now here's the thing. The definition didn't have limit. It wasn't, it was just taking ownership for, okay, this is the amount of money we had, fact. This is the amount of money we have. This is the amount of money we're allotting to that thing. We, as a society, then place limited and restriction so often in front of that. So as I keep reading here, um another one that comes up uh was budget as a um adjective, inexpensive, a budget guitar. We apply these meanings around budget and it uh and then phrases on a budget, right? Uh, with a restricted amount of money, we're traveling on a budget. And it's it's restriction, it feels restricting It feels like you're well, we're not doing what we really want. We're traveling, you know, at this level, even though we'd love to be there. And it brings up all this scarcity. Um, and so Those are some of the definitions, Now I could go more into that, but it's really interesting to me that the definition in and of itself is not restricting but we apply those restriction filters to that. So with that being said, I actually like to take budgeting and break it up and use some different phrases so here's how I view quote unquote budgeting first of all. there's tracking your money. And then there's forecasting. Budgeting to me is kind of that whole. but inside of that, we do two things. We track where our money is going, um, and it's really important to keep track of where your money is going. And what, you know, have some different categories and some different things, and there's some incredible tools out there that do that. And then, but to forecast where we want our money to go, For the upcoming month so what do we want that to look like okay this is how much money we have coming in from you know paychecks or whatever income you have coming in where do we want to take ownership and control and a lot money in different areas and the bottom line is it comes down to what's a priority and this is a huge shift a huge shift because the bottom line is Everyone has different priorities. And if you have a lot of unhealthy mindsets, um, I wanna be careful with that because people have different priorities and that's okay. But I'm gonna say for you know where we live and, and those things and um, living a life, you can have different priorities. If it's more of a priority for you to, you know, go out with friends on a weekend as opposed to paying your power bill, that's a priority. If it's more of a priority for you to get a new tattoo over paying your power bill, that's a priority. And it's a choice. And so this is where being a victor. The bottom line is if you would rather get a new tattoo, and you don't really care about having electricity in your house, you know you you don't want running water you like because you need power to do that uh, you don't you know want to be able to cook. um, You know you don't want to have lights or to be able to flush a toilet or you know straighten your hair or. plug in your phone or have Internet Uh, because that requires power as well, or turn on a TV, uh, or anything else that requires power. If that new tattoo is more important than that, which for some people it is, that's just a priority choice. And it's a priority for that person. Are my priorities going to be the same as your priorities? No. I've had, now you can you can have your own priorities and you might look at this story i'm going to tell you in a completely different light and that's okay so when i moved away from home uh i was 18 and i had a beautiful truck um that i had saved up and paid cash for and all these things the thing was uh as soon as the power warranty powertrain warranty went off i had a 2200 repair bill and then i moved away And shortly after that, uh, there were a lot of things that were going to need fixed. There were going to be some big repair bills. And I was living four hours away from any family or friends on my own and working full time. And so I needed a reliable vehicle to get to work, even though this was a new truck. Like it was fairly new, right? It was was used. I didn't buy it brand new, but it was a very nice, beautiful used truck um, that didn't have a lot of kilometers or anything on it. And so I made the priority in my budget that it was more of a priority for me to have a vehicle on warranty than some other things, than going out with friends more, etc. Because it was a more of a priority for me to be, have a reliable vehicle to get up and down the highway and to get to work so that I could pay the rest of my bills. And that was a priority. And that still is a priority in my life right now. Now, will that always be a priority? Probably not. But I had a lot of people over the years question, will you drive like a really nice new vehicle? Like why? And also like how? Because new vehicles aren't inexpensive, right? Um, There's pros and cons to all of that. And your choices might be totally different than mine and that's okay. But as a single female living far away from family and friends, I didn't want to be stranded on the side of the road that fear of that made it a high enough priority. Um, and to not miss work and those things that that was a priority in my life. And it still is. And I'm okay with that. I sit in peace with it. And I love my vehicle. Um, I love what it allows me to do, and all the things and, and then there was a piece. This is part two of the story. When i bought that first truck it was it was a beautiful truck and it wasn't inexpensive either obviously like it wasn't um you know I, that like cheap first used person vehicle right like where you spend you know maybe five thousand dollars this was a very nice truck and my dad pulled me aside and he was like and he had helped me find it and all the things he's like okay hey, I just want you to think about this for a minute. If you're going to be prideful over driving this nice truck, I don't want you to buy it. If you feel like you're going to, you know, have pride over driving a nice vehicle, I don't want you to buy it. Now, I understand where he was coming from. And we obviously need to you know, check our pride and watch that. And that's in your heart and with God. But I carried shame and guilt for years over driving nice vehicles. And every time somebody would ask me, oh, that's a really nice vehicle you drive. Why? How? Blah, blah, blah. I would feel so guilty inside and feel like a bad person and that like I was doing something wrong because that was a priority in my life. And I had to come to terms and really make check my heart and get to a place where I was at peace with that. And again, that's the whole, this whole conversation about what's a priority. That was a priority for me. It still is a priority for me. for other people it's not. And that's totally okay. So to bring this back to budgeting, first of all, It comes back to that mindset piece right with any of those things that I was just talking about and those stories I was just sharing, we have to feel good first. We have to feel good first, we get to feel good first because sitting in lack of peace and not because I had scarcity around money and I didn't have healthy mindsets. Then that fear that I was being prideful or like I was being a bad person and that I didn't you know I I wasn't being a good steward of my money blah 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 all those things um sat with me and so I didn't have peace I loved the truck I didn't I never I don't see where I was prideful at all um around that um I was proud that I had worked hard and you know and continued to work hard to have this beautiful vehicle um but not prideful not um not that you're allowed to be you have you know to take pride in what you do and how you take care of things or you know, what you own without being prideful. Those are two very different things. Um, And so you have to feel good first. You have to bring that mindset piece, 80% mindset. Whatever vehicle you drive, that's 20% of the equation, right? Um, And so, so then to come back to budgeting and tracking your spending and forecasting. So forecasting where, you know, your money is going to go for the month ahead where you want it to go that's the thing is okay so what are what are the bills that i know are going to happen that i get to pay right i know i get to pay a mortgage i get to pay an electricity bill i get to pay make vehicle payments i get to pay insurance i get to whatever that is in your life and then with all of those things that you know for certain the the fixed expenses, you know how much they're going to cost every month, then there's the variable ones, you know your power bill might fluctuate your utilities might fluctuate whatever those things are. And then, once you have that baseline covered for survival right all the bills that you know kind of are like necessities that you know they want paid, you know your power bill is your power bill regardless of if you're in your house or not right. Um, their might, usage might fluctuate a little bit, but there's going to be a power bill, even if you use nothing. Um, because they will still charge you fees and all the things. At least where I live. And then the kind of fluctuating once-off, more variable, you know, things like groceries, um, you know, clothing, etc. Now there's another piece to this where we go into needs versus wants. And I like to actually split this up into three categories where we have your baseline for survival, what do you have to have to survive? What what is your baseline for survival? And again, this might look different for everyone. Then what are your needs? What are the things that you make your life easier to the point where you consider them a need? Right? And then what are your wants? And And then your goals so there's kind of almost four parts actually um you know the things you're working towards your short term mid term, long term goals i'm dumping a lot of things on you guys, right now, and I. break this all down and go into this more in my coaching and courses but um yeah feel free to message me or you can check those out on my website for sure but but so that's with budgets so to bring this back, you have those different pieces so mindset first. And if you're if you started listening to this and you're like oh gosh I like yeah do not have some healthy beliefs and identities and um, you know mindsets around uh, budgets let's chat I'd love to help you pull back the curtain and um, rewrite rewrite some of those things and shift those perspectives and shift those beliefs and then when it comes to the tactical piece once we feel good then. We can budget and breaking that down into forecasting, tracking our spending, right? And and looking at it from those different things. So what's our baseline for survival, our needs, our wants, and then the goals that we're working towards, right? What are we saving up for? Um, And and then when you're tracking your spending, you can determine if you're on track or what you want to adjust for the next month and how, right? Um, And then looking for expansion. How can you increase your income? It's not just a matter of, well, this is what we have. and We have to make this work. Then how can you expand And looking for expansion and looking for ways to grow? Not just with your mindset and your beliefs and as a human, but with your finances. All right. And there we go. That's like probably drinking from a water hose a little bit. Um, I want to hear your takeaways, your shifts, whether it was a mindset piece, whether it was like one of those tactical things, you're like, I wanna know more about that. Tell me, tag me, share this on social. I can't wait to see you again soon on another episode. You just finished another episode of the Rediscover Real Podcast. My hope is always that you come away encouraged. And if you found this valuable, would you share it with a friend? And be sure to tag me on social media. I love seeing your takeaways. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And I would so appreciate it if you took a second to rate and review this podcast so that more people can find it. Also, take a peek in the show notes for a link to my website that has a special gift just for you for listening today. As always, I'm on the journey and you're invited. Let's rediscover real together.